Welcome to Opal Social, a podcast about mindful marketing, mindset, and magic. If you're ready for business expression that feels good and expands your business, clients, and community, I got you. I'm Jessica Leilani, founder and CEO of Style Opal Media and Upper Left Ladies. Consider me your marketing fairy godmother as I cut through the fluff and share what's working today in mindful marketing, social, and community building. You're exactly where you need to be. Let's begin. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to Opal Social, a podcast about marketing, mindset, and magic. And I'm so glad you're here. It's February. This podcast is launching on Valentine's Day. So you know we're making it a party. And I'm excited to dig into this month's theme, which we will have a theme every month that these episodes will revolve around in one way or another. I got to say to kick this off, Things are going to get a little meta along the way because this is a marketing podcast. I'm going to give you a look behind the scenes and share with you what I'm doing, what's working, and also what's happening in certain case studies within my own clients, our marketing clients, social media, email clients, photo shoots, all the things, as well as in style local media, as well as upper left ladies my membership for soul-led entrepreneurs and leaders. So February's theme, let's get into it. February's theme is falling in love with your business and your irresistible offers. And if you've been in business for several years, for any, for some length of time, for the long term, I will say, as with anything, sometimes you feel creative slumps. You feel like you've lost a little bit of inspiration or you're just craving that fresh energy in your business. That is one of the places, honestly, I was at a couple of years ago in my business. And so every year I like to make sure I do something that kind of revives the energy in my business or one of them, which feels so good. And I really see good results. And this does not mean, this does not mean burn it all down, start something new because you're bored or because you haven't seen results and you haven't even given a strategy six months to see it through. That is the tangent I might go on at another time. But I'm talking about launching a fresh project, updating a current offering or project, aligning yourself with the current market, aligning yourself with who you are now or who your ideal customers or clients are now. And it gets to be fun. It gets to be fun. The fact that what happened a couple of years ago, a few years ago in marketing is not what's working now. And we get to lean into that and embrace that. That's what we do in business anyways. The only constant, as they say is change, right? So I like to consider that some of the fun experimental part of having a business, even if it's of course going to come with its frustrations at times. But if you let yourself get all the way down by that, or as we'll get into by say you're in a saturated market, or it could be all kinds of things. There are so many ways to pull yourself up or align with the community or listen to this podcast. You know, I'm here to very marketing godmother and cheerleader and bring some fresh energy into what you're doing. There's so many ways. So February's theme is falling in love with your business and falling in love with your irresistible offers, as I was mentioning. So today we're going to talk about how you've got the juice, how to stand out in a saturated market. Yes, that was a Janelle Monet reference, if you're a Janelle Monet fan. Because one of the biggest complaints I hear, and I will say one of the biggest questions I hear is how do I make myself stand out? How do I become magnetic and 
call in and bring in those dream customers and clients. And, you know, energy is part of that. Your output and your marketing is part of that. Your offerings are part of that. There's so many pieces that are part of that. But today we're going to talk about what to do if you're in a saturated market and how to really then the day stand out, even if you're not. And one of the things that I've noticed really makes the biggest difference in this is to really know yourself. This is going to look different whether you're a solopreneur or you have a small team, or even if you're a medium-sized business with several departments. It's so essential to know yourself and to really keep your eyes open to what's going on in your market, your industry, and really with the people you're serving at the end of the day. In today's biz world, you've got to, as I've mentioned in our last episodes, You've got to show your humanness. You've got to show people we want to connect, right? And video is, for now, we've got AI too, also for another time. For now, video is one of the places where we get to actually connect with one another. So you want to be showing yourself. You want to be showing the faces of your company. You want to be showing your team or your customers. And that helps build community, right? So one of the most important parts is to know yourself and to know details and stories that make you, yourself, your company, your team, your community, your clientele, your customers, who they are. And if you're doing your own marketing, which some of you are, or if you're outsourcing your social media, I'm keeping in mind our social media management clients, this is still important either way. And don't let thinking, oh, there's so many people doing what I do, or, oh, you know, I, I want to do it like myself and not like them. I want you to be thinking like that. I want to do it but my, like myself, not them, because that's how you're going to excel. That's how you're going to be successful in your marketing. So if you are a solopreneur, don't let having a saturated market so- stop you from marketing. And if you're outsourcing it, this will still relate to you too, because with our social media management clients, with our marketing management clients, email, all the things. It's all about asking questions, getting to know our clients and their brands on a deeper level. On onboarding, we ask questions like, if your business was a drink, was a beverage, what would you be? Who would play you in the movie of your life or of your brand? What have you learned along the way, along the course of your business and brand and building your community? What's something people don't know about you? So if you do have a face of your brand, and so many companies are doing this in today's, you know, creator economy with platforms like TikTok picking up and with, of course, you know, all of the social platforms primarily primarily promoting video, it's so helpful to have a face of your brand. That can be you. That could be a few members of your team, but start to build that relationship and brand stickiness. And So if this is you or if this is your team, think about who you're going to showcase and get to know them really well and ask yourself, what do you get compliments on? What does everybody say you really can practice asking a few friends if you are not sure what to think of? I actually had some friends in a brand exercise inside the book Simply Be by Jessica Zewig. I hope I'm saying that right. It was an exercise when it came to personal branding to ask your people to send you a little note, ask them to send me a voice note saying, what makes me stand out? Like, what do you think of when you think of me? And what do you think I'm best at? This might be a little vulnerable at first. 
great. That's fine. What a great exercise and practice. But people love to hype you up. They love to send their opinions. They love to share the love. They'll be honored you asked. So try it. And you know, you could send them one too. It's a really beautiful exchange, actually. Another question to ask yourself is what makes you you? This is number one. What makes you you? What sets you apart? What is your unique value proposition? Right? We use so much different language for this. But what I want you to do, no matter your business, is to lean into your weird, lean into the spaces and your vulnerability edge that you're you maybe you haven't shared yet. Or you're like, hmm, maybe I'll share that, maybe I won't. What's the next, you know, kind of step? It could be really good, could be really bad. I want you to find out where that is for you or for your brand. And I have a special tool for how to do that. And we'll call it a vulnerability meter. And what I want you to do is draw a line or a stick on a sheet of paper and put, you know, like five different little ticks across it, one in the middle, two on each side. This is something I talk about in my Mindset and Boundaries course and Upper Left Ladies members that is going to be uploaded in your membership portal on Circle soon. What I want you to do, though, is on the middle tick, write something you feel completely neutral about sharing. Something maybe you share pretty often or is a solid part of your part of your brand story is a solid part of your brand story. And you know that it is aligned, that it speaks to your ideal customers and clients. And then on the left, write a story makes you maybe a little bit nervous, but you're like, okay, maybe I could share that. On the left side, on the very first tick, write something that you're not quite ready to share yet. You know, everybody has their own example of this. Could be about, could be sharing your family or your kids, or it could be about the time that you quote unquote failed miserably or fell on your face. And, you know, spoiler alert, that's where a lot of our best stories actually come from. I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about mine here too. In human design, I'm a mental projector three, five. So we experiment, we have to fuck around and find out we have to do things our way. And then oftentimes they come out with some gems and lessons afterwards. So that's my style personally. If you are interested in your own human design and how that can support you in your marketing, I would recommend looking up your profile lines and it'll be those two numbers and you can learn more about how to better market yourself in that way as well. So back to the tick, back to the vulnerability meter. On the right of the middle, you're going to write something that you that is, you know, pretty easy to share and you like to share something that you're used to sharing often. And on the far right side, share something you love to share about. And so everybody's meter is going to look different in terms of like how vulnerable you're getting. And I want you to have these specific stories or specific facts or elements of you or your brand here. Everyone's will look different, but try this exercise. It's a miracle. So you're going to find it's so handy. So you're going to find for yourself what's going to best serve you in terms of, okay, if the middle is neutral, and by the way, neutrality is a really beautiful, powerful place to be when you are in creation, although also holding so much enthusiasm for how you're going to help your people. I would encourage you to find the space between, okay, this is fine, this is easy, and ooh, okay, this feels a little edgy. Don't push yourself all the way to the left edge yet because vulnerability hangovers are a thing. 
but find that sweet spot. What's the next thing you could share? You could test it on friends, clients, you know, see how they react. What's the next kind of more vulnerable thing you can share that expands you, but won't leave you afterwards like, whoa, what did I just share? I can't believe that just happened. I, I want to delete it right now, right? And you always can. You can always delete or archive a post if you want. So another thing I want you to think about when it comes to standing out in your market, especially a saturated market, when it comes to your marketing, is the transformation you provide for your customers or clients. Get really clear on that. Even if this is an exercise you've done before, write out mission or vision statement in front of you. Write out your brand promise. What is it that you really help your people get to the other side of? No matter your type of business, you have something like this. This is going to be most effective when it comes to telling a story. So for me, again, I'm going to look under the hood a little bit here. For us, I'm going to be bringing in some customers and clients in Stylopal Media and Upper Last Ladies along the way in this podcast. And we're going to chat about their story, their brand, what we're doing together that's working for them or what you know they're doing that's working for them for the pieces we're not involved in. And I'm excited to share that along the way. You can invite a customer or client to go live with you. If you have a podcast, you know, bring them on. Bring us, pull us in, bring us into that story more deeply. You can also set yourself apart visually, of course. I think that's one of the things people first think about within this realm, within branding. It could be fonts, colors. It could be the preview image you have on your socials and your thumbnails that really have a clever hook or an unexpected color. You'll notice in our marketing, I and we, Stylical Media, have a lot of pink, purple, and red. That's become really sticky. I have, those are my favorite colors, yes. And I've had people tell me that when they see a bright lilac color, they think of me. And, you know, I'm flattered. And it means also that the brand stickiness has been working along the way. I'm wearing a bright green jacket in this video. It is a nod to my, I just love fashion and expression, and it's a nod to my past life as a stylist. But also, who knows, maybe you're here on the YouTube channel because you saw this pop of color and you were intrigued. So there's so many ways, so many ways you can stand out. And one of my favorite, as I mentioned earlier, is to own your weird. Own what makes you you. And the things that make you tick, go back to our vulnerability meter and share that thing. And again, think about the thing that makes you a little nervous, but you're like, okay, this would be fun. If it feels fun, that's a really good energy to follow in terms of what will be successful. Along the course of this podcast, we're going to be looking at analytics, hard strategies, like tangible strategies as well as energetics, as well as magic, things like astrology, human design, energy, hype. <laughs> and in terms of my own story and how I got here, and actually even the timing of launching this podcast, I will tell you, I used to be nervous. I used to be scared, even if I was a fairly outgoing, quote unquote, confident person, which I am. And I have a whole story about how I've gotten even to this point. But I used to be really nervous about sharing certain sides of myself, about sharing my multidimensionality, about sharing my spirituality, about sharing certain parts of my weird side. 
about diving into my queerness. There are so many things and parts of ourselves, as I said before, we're multidimensional. That is the meaning behind Opal. We want to shine lights on those parts of ourselves. If you're a gem, right? If you're that diamond, if you're that opal, you want to tilt the spotlight, tilt the spotlight, tilt your flashlight, you know, your laser beam, <laughs> pick a light form on a, on a facet of yourself that hasn't gotten as much light before or facet of your brand. The brands that are surviving in this time of cancel culture are the ones that if they fuck up, they're going to own it and they're going to not just quiet down and, you know, bye-bye, disappear, but they're going to hopefully be vulnerable, share, acknowledge what happened and share what they're going to do better, share, take you with them on their journey. And cancel culture, there's so much to say about cancel culture. I personally think we should cancel cancel culture, but it's made so many of us afraid to share. It's made so many of us shy in person or online. And I want you, when it comes to really standing apart in your business and your marketing, is to speak up. Don't, you know, don't let this, if you are somebody doing your own marketing or if you're pitching this idea to your team, don't let, you know, obviously be a good person. If you're listening to this, we're probably going to, probably going to vibe and align on a lot of the same things, but dare to be controversial. Share an unpopular opinion. Those posts do so well. The ones that have a, you know, a thumbnail at the beginning or a hook at the beginning. We need to get into hooks sometimes because, girl, they're everything. <laughs> but the posts that start with unpopular opinion, colon, you know, insert unpopular opinion here. Those do really well. We're going to keep watching past the three point mark, three second, which is an important metric that social media algorithms are paying attention to. You know, you're making me slow my scroll, so I'm going to pay attention. So dare to be controversial. Share an unpopular opinion. That'll help your people find you. That'll help you find them. And something that helps with this, of course, is community. Make sure you're around your people, people who are doing things that you want to do, people who are lifting each other up, people who are doing things even bigger than what you're doing, who are expanding in ways that you want to expand maybe you're expanded in a place where they want to expand that's exactly what we do inside upper left ladies my membership for soul led women entrepreneurs and leaders fierce femmes woo biz witches weirdos brand disruptors if you identify with any of those we might be exactly in the right place and in membership we really dive into that and i'm somebody i'm an entrepreneur who really truly created what i needed i did not grow up in an environment where the term witch would be seen as a good thing. We all have our relationships with that word. Maybe don't, maybe do. I did not grow up in an environment where magic and being magical was encouraged. In fact, it was more taboo, like a lot of things. And also, I was somebody who, you know, was called a little weird growing up or who was like, okay, she's a little, okay, what's going on? She's a little different. And maybe you're that person too. But what really helps is finding your people, realizing those things that make you different or weird, you know, are what help you stand apart and are your biggest gifts. Owning your weird is one of the best things you can do.
So what helps is community. What helps is radical acceptance. Radical acceptance of yourself first. Radical acceptance of others too. If you're in a team, that's something to consider as well. And Upper Left Ladies members, remember, we have a monthly private episode where you get to ask me your questions on your specific business, and I'll be sharing that episode on Circle as well. So check your messages, check your inbox, make sure you've submitted your questions. I'm so excited to support you and your business specifically that way. And if you, by the way, ever want to come drop into a meetup, coming out, we're virtual, twice a month, and then some. And we also have quarterly in-person events throughout the states. This is the membership for Soled, Women and Femme Entrepreneurs and Leaders. We have meetups first and third of every month, first and third Thursday of every month, rotating times for different time zones. We have an online directory, which boosts visibility and helps you connect with each other, connect with the dream customers and clients. Upperleftladies.com slash member dash directory. Y'all, if you haven't hung out there, it's time. If you're ready to make your next hire, if you're looking for a biz bestie, if you're looking for a collaborator and somebody who will see you and vice versa in your divine uniqueness and shares values, is soul-led, listens to the heart rather than the man, as I say, <laughs> check it out. You can search by category and industry as well. So we have our directory, we have meetups, we also have early bird tickets, discounted tickets on any of our Upper Left Ladies events, virtually or our quarterly in person across the country. We have an off social channel for in-between meetups communication. We do pop-up events sometimes like virtual co-working. And now, like I mentioned, you're going to get members are going to get private podcast episodes from answering questions on your business directly. And so I'm so excited to dig into that. If you're interested in dropping into a meetup, by the way, you can absolutely come and join us at your first meetup free. Go to upperleftladies.com slash calendar and check out all the events we've coming up. And if you want to take me up on your first meetup free, you can become a member now, dive all the way in. That's going to be the best, best case scenario for you and your biz and visibility and community. Or you can drop into a meetup and get your first meetup free. Go to upperleftladies.com slash store and then select the date you want to join us on. Then use the code, all caps, first meet. I'll put it in the show notes as well. So all these things are included in membership. It's so much fun. It's where so many business partnerships and so many dream clients, collaborations, where so much extra visibility and SEO is created, so much juice. And again, it's one of those things I created because I wanted to see that myself that's what you do if you're an entrepreneur right so so excited for all the juice there if you want to just go ahead and join membership upperleftladies.com slash membership 88 dollars a month for all access and it's all the good and the last place i want to talk about in terms of how to make your business stand out in a saturated market the very best thing you can do is to look at your copy tweak your copy you can take most of the tips you talked about today and bring that, alchemize that into the way you talk about your customers, your products, your services, adjusting your copy and helping it speak directly to your ideal customer client and to giving your brand more personality 
and more directness. You can speak to tangible benefits as well as intangible benefits to your product or service. Speak to, again, the tangible. And when I say intangible, it's things like emotions. It's things like how they will feel at the end of working with you or your service or product with tangible. What physical aspects are going to be different? Is it going to be, you know, is it going to be more cash in their business bank account? Is it going to be that their hair curls just like the way they would like it to? Is it that their skin's going to clear up? Is it that they're going to feel more like themselves and they're going to feel more in their body than they have? Speak to both these things. Not everybody's doing that. There's still such opportunity to stand out based on the words you use. And that's something we can help you on as well. Okay, I hope you've taken some gems away from today for how to have yourself and your business stand out. And if you haven't, write down the first thing you're going to try after this. You know, pause or after this episode ends. Write down what it is you're going to try and go do it. I want to see how you're trying these out. I want to see how you're going to take these gems and apply them in your business. Send us a DM at Stylable Media. I love to see, love to share, love to cheer you on. Also, feel free to DM me there at Style Opal Media, spellings in the show notes as well. And tell me what you want to learn about this year. Do you want to learn about? I love to share the love. Excited for all the magic coming in this episode. And remember, you've got the juice. No one can share and deliver your product or service, your biz, your wisdom the way you can. So go shine, baby rooting for you. Thanks for tuning in to Opal Social. I'd love to see how you put these gems to use. Tag me at Style Opal Media so I can hype you up and connect you with other listeners. Want to help this pod reach more visionaries and entrepreneurs like you? Leave a review. It would mean the world. This is a Style Opal Media production with support from Upper Left Ladies and music by Harlan Silverman.